0: We are Gateway Chapel, where we build your world by His Word. We stand for fun, friendship, fellowship, and family. You are listening to a Pastor Eddie message. Praise the Lord. Welcome to church one more time and welcome to this service if you are here and this is your first time of being here, my name is Pastor Eddie and I'm your chief pilot on your spiritual journey. You are blessed in the name of Jesus. Welcome to the first Sunday of the month. Hallelujah. Oh, I know that this year may not have gone the way you want it to go, but hey, you are, you are alive and always remember A living dog is better than a dead lion, the Bible says. So in all things, we give thanks. Praise the Lord. And listen, God knew that there would be a pandemic in 2020. That's why he's God. And so I know that God has you in mind. All right. So we just want to thank God for leading you and taking you through this year up until now, and the God that has brought you so far is faithful enough to conclude this year with you in the name of Jesus. The Lord bless you. But first, I also want to salute you for holding on to your faith. I know just you being here right now, listening to my voice right now, I'm thanking God on your behalf. For you holding on to your faith. Praise God. And I pray that God Almighty will honor your faith in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, if you have not registered yet, I would want to register and be part of this ministry. Okay? I know it's very easy to hop on and off on various platforms. But hey, it's very important that you belong to a spiritual family. And I would love you to give me the privilege of being your spiritual mentor. So go ahead and register, gatewaychapel.org.uk forward slash membership. The Lord bless you in the name of Jesus. Now let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for yet another opportunity to bring the word of God. Bring your word to your faithful children this morning. This first Sunday of the month, Lord, I thank you for leading them thus far. I ask, O God, that you bless them. I ask, O God, that your hand be upon them, Father. I ask, O God, that your grace and your mercy be expressed in their direction. Above all, O God, I pray that you favor every single one of them in the name of Jesus. Father, I bless their family. I bless their children. I bless the works of their hands in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. Thank you for upholding them up till. now. Now, throughout these challenging times, Lord, I thank you. Keep them, O oh God, as you promise in your word uh, in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray, O oh God, that today your word will come with precision. It will come with power and accuracy. It will mix with faith in the heart of everyone here under the sound of my voice. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, I am very excited about the the topic and the series I'm going to be teaching you this month. And I want you to pay very close attention to this message. This message has blessed me, and I know that this message will bless you, so make it a date, do not miss this series, okay? Now, what am I teaching you this month? I am teaching you how to respond to challenges. How to respond to challenges. Oh man, this is one spiritual skill you must have. A man or a woman that has a dream, that has a vision, must learn how to respond to challenges, must learn the right way to respond to challenges. And so that's what I want to teach you this month. I want to take you step by step, and I pray that God Almighty will empower you in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Now, a challenge or problem Is a time in our life that demands some sort of response. A challenge or problem is a time, it's always a time in our life, a challenge will always demand some sort of response. Okay? Now, some respond to it well, but some not so well. Some respond to challenges. Now listen, as long as you live, my friend, there will be one challenge or the other. As long as you have breath, as long as you have a dream, as long as you have aspiration, as long as you have a desire, there will be one challenge or the other. Now, fortunately or unfortunately, that is the privilege of being alive. That is the privilege of being alive. Amen. So some respond to it well, but some not so well, at least not the way the Bible says we should respond to a challenge, all right? Now the Bible way works, all right? The Bible way always works. Now the Bible way of responding to a challenge may not make sense, but it's always right. It's always now it may not make sense to the natural mind, but it's it's always right, it's always correct. How do you handle a challenge? Well, you can handle a challenge positively or negatively, but definitely not neutral. When you are faced with a challenge, like the whole world is faced faced with right now, you can either respond to it positively or you respond to it negatively, but never neutral. Also in your life, at work, raising children, in your marriage, in your relationship, there will always be one challenge or the other. You will always respond. You can always respond positively or you can respond negatively, but definitely not neutral. So how you respond reveals what you are made of. How you respond in a time of challenge actually revealed. My pastor used to say many years ago, <laughs> he always said, we don't know what's in you until you are squeezed. Jesus <laughs> said that many years ago. He said, "We don't know what you, what's on the inside of you. And I'm telling you the same thing. We don't know what's on the inside of you until you are squeezed. What does that mean? We don't know what's on the inside of you until you are under pressure. It is the pressures of life that reveals the stuff that you are made of. It is the presence of, of life that reveals what, what you have been putting inside of you. Praise God. Now, let's look at the scriptures here. Exodus chapter 14. And I, I'm sure you know the story. I'm not going to go into the details. And you know the story of the people of Israel. God gave them a word. God told them in Egypt that I was going to take you from Egypt to the promised land. God sent them a deliverer. And so God led them out of Egypt with, the, with signs and wonders, with miracles. And then at some point, they got, to the, they got to the Red Sea. And there, standing by the Red Sea, they looked behind them. They saw the army, the Egyptian armies on their tail. And they look at, looked ahead of them, and they saw the Red Sea. And then they panicked. And then they started harassing their pastor. And their pastor went to God. (laughs) And so that's where we're we're taking this story from. So Exodus chapter 14, I want you to spend time to read that entire journey. Exodus 14 verse 13, the Bible says, And Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. And I tell you also, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid, because fear is not of God. You are a man and a woman of faith. And so I tell you, do not be afraid. You will see things around you that will make your heart quake, but I want to encourage you: do not be afraid. He says, "Stand still, Ooh, stand still, stop fretting, stop worrying, stop looking at your friends for a solution. They don't have it. Nobody has been here before." It he says, "Stand still." As a child of God, my friend, you have to learn to stand still. Praise God. You have to learn to stand still. Life is not a quiz show. I know you know if, uh, uh, who wants to make who wants to make, be a millionaire and say, Well, do you want to call, do you want to call a friend? Is there 50-50? No, we've got the Holy Spirit. So stand still. Stand still. He says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Sometimes, my friend, until you stand still, you can see. God is waiting for you to stand still. And I'm talking about how to respond to challenges. You must learn how to respond to challenges. Jesus says something. But the Bible says that in this world, you will have many, many troubles. He said, take heart. I have overcome the world. So there will be one challenge or the other. So we want to learn the art of responding to challenges. And so Moses said uh, to, to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still. They're giving us a clue here. Stand still and see the salvation of God, the Lord. The salvation of the Lord is available to you. Stand still. He said, which he will accomplish for you today. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will see the salvation of the Lord that he will accomplish for you today. Concerning that trouble, concerning the desire, concerning your worry, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will see the salvation of the Lord which he will accomplish for you today in the name of Jesus. You know, so sometimes, that also means that sometimes we can't see the salvation of the Lord. We are so busy, fretting, worrying, calling a friend who cannot help you rather than rather than focusing on the inside of you and standing still and having a calm spirit for the Holy Spirit to minister to you. We can be, spend your time busy running around, calling up, calling everyone and anyone on, on the face of the earth, and then fail to see. The salvation that is the liberation and the deliverance that God is bringing your way on account of this challenge. And so it says, for the Egyptian whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. The problem you see today, my friend, you will see again no more forever in the name of Jesus. It's only a test. How you respond in a time of challenge only reveals what's on the inside of you. Verse 14, it says the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. May my God fight for you and may the grace to hold your peace rest upon you in the name of Jesus. Now verse 15 says, and the Lord said to Moses. After all that prayer, after all that charge to the people of Israel, I, I just, the what God told Moses here really, really is the crux of my message today. It says, and the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Hmm? Why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. Why do you cry? Tell the people of Israel to go forward, but lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on, the, on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I indeed will harden the hearts of the, of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. So I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army, his chariots, and his horsemen. Praise the Lord. It's not the will of God for us to retreat. It's not the will of God for us to turn back from any challenge. No. It's not the will of God to turn back whenever our faith is challenged. No. Listen to me, my brother. Listen to me, my sister. Quitting is not an option. Turning back is not an option. You are a man and a woman of faith. You are a believer. Jesus died for you. You are not going to quit on this journey. You are not gonna quit on your life on your lifestyle. You are not gonna quit on your dream. You're not gonna quit on your aspiration. You are not gonna quit. It says, Why do you pray? Why do you call to me? Has God given you a dream? Quitting is not an option. Yes, has God given you a desire for something? Quitting is not an option. Have God given you an idea. Quitting is not an option. Are you believing God for a child? Quitting is not an option. Are you believing God for a spouse? Quitting is not an option. Quitting is not an option. Are you believing God for a new career? Quitting is not an option. Quitting is not an option. Have you just received a rejection letter from an interview you did last week? Quitting is not an option. It's not. We don't quit, my friend. We fight the fight of faith. We don't quit. We don't quit. Say, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. Because retreat is not an option. Retreating is not an option. Get that thing out. Out of your mind, soldier, because you, my friend, you are moving forward. You are going forward by fire, by force, by the blood. You are going forward. And the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. It's like saying God is saying it's like it's like God saying, Why are you even praying about this? Why why is this even bothering you? You should know what my will is every time your faith is challenged. You should know. So why are you crying to me? I have given you my spirit. I have given you my word. I have given you my son. Why are you crying to me? You should know. You should know that you should push forward. You should know. is not interesting. Why do you cry to me? Can you imagine? Can you imagine a son goes to the father and says, oh, dad, dad, ah, this is what's happening. And the father goes, why do you cry to me? That means that God has some kind of expectation of you. Why do you cry to me? We have the same spirit. Why do you cry to me? You can handle this. That's what God is saying. You got this. You can handle this. So pushing forward is a matter of the heart. Pushing forward is a matter of the heart. Write that down. Pushing forward is a matter of the heart. I pray that God will give you a strong heart in the name of Jesus. I pray God will give you a strong heart in the name of Jesus. A strong heart means that first you must believe first that you are going forward. This is not your end. A strong heart means first you must believe that you are coming out of this. Yes, I have bills to pay, but I am coming out of this. Yes, my marriage is not where I want it to be, but we are coming out of it. Yes my kids are not where I want them to be, but we are coming out of this. Yes, I am believing God for a new career, but I'm coming out of this. So a strong heart means first you have to settle in your mind that you are coming out of this. And you are coming out of this pandemic. You are coming out of this stronger. You are coming out of this better. You are coming out of this with a new anointing and a new grace. You are coming out of this with a new purpose. You are coming out of this with a new vision in the name of Jesus. We are coming out of this better and stronger as a ministry. We are coming out of this. You must first believe that you are going forward. That means that you must first believe that this is not your end. It is not your end. Yes, it is not your end. Two, a strong heart means that first you trust what the word of God says. You trust what the Word of God says. That's why you must be single-eyed. That's why you must invest in your spiritual development. It is a great asset. It means that you must trust what the Word of God says and not what you feel or what your situation is telling you. You must trust what the Word of God says. A strong heart, you must believe that you are coming out of it. A strong heart, you must believe what the Word of God says. Everything is speaking. Everything is speaking right now. Your emotions are speaking. The devil is speaking. Your feeling is speaking. The situation is speaking. And the Word of God is speaking. Everything is speaking to you right now. So you tell me, my friend. Whose report will you believe? Whose report will you believe? The word of God is speaking about your situation. Your friends are speaking about your situation. Your feeling is speaking about your situation. Your emotions are all over the place. Whose report will you believe? That's why you must be single-eyed. You must be single-eyed. In the world of following. You can't follow everything. You can't follow everybody. You can't. You cannot, you cannot listen to everything and listen to everybody. You end up with a fragmented spirit and a fragmented soul and a fragmented heart. That's what the Bible says in Isaiah 53. Whose report will you believe? It takes a strong heart. It takes a strong heart to believe what the word of God says in a time of challenge it takes a strong heart. So you need to have a strong heart to push forward. Pushing forward starts from the heart and then it flows to your mouth before you can see the manifestation. How to respond to challenges. It starts with your heart. It flows to your mouth, and then manifestation. Luke 6.45, it says, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart His mouth speaks. So the good comes from our mouth. It resides in our spirit and then we speak it. The evil, same thing, resides in our heart and then we speak it. So for out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. So your heart believes it, your mouth confesses it, and then God makes it happen how to respond to challenges. And the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. To go forward. Things are tough, but we are going forward. I don't know what's going on in the army right now. Yes, but we are going forward. I don't know what's going on with this marriage, but we are going forward. I don't know what's going on with this relationship, we are going forward. I don't know what's going on with this child, we are going forward. I don't know what's going on with my career right now, we are going forward. I don't know what's going on with my business and my ideas, we are going forward. Everything God has in stock of, in store for you is ahead of you. Everything God has in store for you is not, behi- is not behind you. It's ahead, and God knew it. Everything God has in stock for me is ahead of me. I may be going through a temporary discomfort right now, but I know what is ahead of me. I know it is better. I know it is brighter. Praise God. Everything God has. Your best, my friend, is ahead of you. Your best is yet to come. And this is not your end. Settle it in your spirit. Settle it in your heart. Arm your lips with it. And then confess it and believe it. I have chosen to believe this report over my emotions. I have chosen to believe this report over my friends. I have chosen to believe this report over the media. He who has said a good thing in my life will complete it. And my best days are ahead of me. God is saying, why are you crying to me? Why are you praying about this? Why are you crying to me? And I'm asking you this morning, why are you crying? This is a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer to God. It's a no-brainer to God. Why are you crying? Get up and push forward. Push forward. The beauty of life is all ahead of you. That great marriage is ahead of you. That great child is ahead of you. Praise the Lord. That beautiful relationship is ahead of you. Praise God. Hebrews chapter 12. Talking about the good things that are ahead of you. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set, not behind him, not in the present, But that was set ahead of him, that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Everything God has for Jesus was ahead of him. Everything God has for Jesus. He came to this world as a man to show us how to live. Everything God had in store for him was ahead of him. Everything God had in store for Jesus was ahead of him. So Jesus endured the cross the way you must endure your challenges, despising the the shame. And here's the reward. The Bible says, "...and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God." That is the reward of pressing ahead, That is the reward of going forward. That is the reward of pushing forward. Until you push forward, you may never sit on your throne, my friend. Until you push forward, you may never sit on that throne. You may never see the beauty of that marriage. You may never see the grace of that child. You may never see the glory of that family until you push forward. So we have to push forward we have to endure some stuff, but trust God. We have to accommodate temporary setback, but, in, but trust God. That God was doing something about it. You won't, push for, uh, you won't push forward if you spend time complaining. No, no. You won't push forward if you spend time complaining. You won't push forward if you spend time asking why. Why not? You're not going to spend the rest of your life asking why. Why is this kid like this? Why is this marriage like this? Why is my career like this? Why, why, why am I broke? Why, why, why don't I have enough? Why, 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 why? Get yourself soldier out of the why ministry. No. You're not going to spend your time psychoanalyzing your problem. Push forward. Oh, push forward. Receive this grace today, this first day of the month. Push forward. Receive grace in your spirit. I speak to your spirit. I say we push forward. I speak strength to your spirit. I speak strength to your mortal body. In the name of Jesus, I say push forward. You won't push forward if you spend your time regretting the errors of yesterday. You won't push forward if you spend time regretting the decisions of yesterday. No. What's gone is gone. It's yesterday. It's gone. Gather yourself together, soldier. It's gone. Push forward. You won't push forward if you magnify your challenge above God's ability to help you. You won't push forward if you if you magnify your problem above God's ability to help you. My problem, my challenge is not bigger than my God's ability to help me. Oh, your problem is not bigger than God. Your challenge is not greater than God. Praise the Lord. There's nothing you are going through right now that God does not know that you are going through it. There's nothing you are going through right now that God did not see that you will go through it. In fact, I believe in my heart that God has made a way and a room for you. Praise God. So you won't, you won't, you won't push forward if all you do is magnify your challenge. You won't push forward if all you do is allow your challenge to overwhelm you. Allow the knowledge of God to overwhelm you. Allow your faith in Christ to overwhelm you. Allow Allow the word of God and his promises to overwhelm you. Never let your challenge overwhelm you. As long as we live in this world there will be one mountain to climb or the other. As long as we are alive, as long as you have a dream, as long as you have aspiration, there will be one mountain to climb or the other. So you push forward. You can't push forward if you isolate yourself from your spiritual community, stop praying, stop giving, stop tithing, and then tell yourself, I don't need nobody, I got this. No, my friend, you don't have this, it's got you. It's got you. You can't push forward if you isolate yourself. You cannot push forward if you isolate yourself thinking that you can make it on your own. No. No. You can't. You can't. You need your family. You need your spiritual family. You need. You know, I said humorously, <laughs> very interesting. I said, uh, I said um, last week, I said, you know, the God sets them lonely in families. I said, if, if you have a problem and you, they, you don't have a shepherd or a pastor that you can call right now who will answer you, who will pick up your phone and speak to you, I said, you don't have a church. So a gentleman helped me, a gentleman me well, was in service last, last week. He had that statement in the middle, right in the middle of the, of the, of the service. And they, at the end of the day, he sent me a text. I said, oh, pastor, You know, he he tested it out. You know, he sent me a text. I said, Pastor, you said this in in your sermon today, so I'm texting to let you know that I am here. I said, well done. Well done. You need your spiritual community. Don't be a ghost in your spiritual community. I don't care what church you go to. At the end of this message, pick up your phone, call your pastor, say, Pastor, how are you? I just want to let you know that I am here. You do that. You do that. And then don't float around from one from one channel to the other without any roots. You will pay for it in the long run. You will pay for it on the long run because God has established spiritual spiritual infrastructure for your achievement on the face of this earth. So settle in the family. Pick up the phone call and call your pastor now. Whether you are part of this ministry or not, you've heard this now, and this word of God, this this advice and this word will hold you accountable on the day of judgment. Get on the phone, call your pastor, and say, Pastor, you know, I heard this man say this today, so I'm calling you to let you know I am here. Now, if you don't have that pastor in your life, listen, you don't have a church. Get into a church right now for the sake of your spiritual development. Praise the Lord. You cannot enjoy all that God has in store for you if you are not pushing forward. You can't enjoy all that God has in store for you if you are not pushing forward. Come on, write that in your note. I cannot enjoy all that God has in store for me if I am not pushing forward. That marriage may not be going the way you want that marriage to go, but God is not done with it. That relationship may not be going the way you want, but God is not done. Praise the Lord. That kid may not be behaving the way you want that kid to behave right now, but God is not done. God is not done. Praise the Lord. God is not done. God is not done. God is not through with you yet. We are not there yet. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You cannot enjoy all that God has in store for you if you are not what? Pushing forward. I know. You may say, oh, pastor, you don't understand. I am hurting right now. Yes, you are hurting, but push forward. Pastor, you don't understand. I am sad right now. Yes, I know you are sad, soldier, but push forward. Pastor, you don't understand. I just failed my exam. Yes, I know you just failed your exam. Hey, push forward. Oh, pastor, you don't understand. I'm not happy right now. Yes, I know you're not happy. Push forward. You cannot enjoy all that God has in store for you if you are not pushing forward. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And let me just close with this. I will continue. Next week. Don't miss it. Exodus 14, verse 17. The Bible says, I, will, I, I indeed will harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they shall follow them. So I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army, his chariots and his horsemen. If that's your Bible, underline it. All right? And if you're on the iPad, highlight it. And they will follow them, so I will gain honor. I am asking this challenge. I am asking this problem to go after my people because I need, I need to gain honor. They shall follow them, so I will gain honor. Praise the Lord. He said, when I have gained honor for myself, verse 18, then the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord." the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gained honor for myself over Pharaoh his chariots and his horsemen God wants to gain honor the reason you are going through what you are going through is because God wants to gain honor it's not a devil after you it's God that wants to gain honor I love the new living translation it says and I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they will charge they will, they will charge in after the Israelites my great glory will be displayed through Pharaoh and his troops, his chariots and his horsemen. Listen, it says my great glory shall be displayed by this challenge. Not by you, by the challenge. Verse 18, New Living Translation. When my glory is displayed through them, all Egypt will see my glory and know that I am the Lord. I need to display... You are going through this challenge because God needs to glorify himself. When my glory is displayed through them, through this challenge, challenges in your life give God an opportunity to display his glory. It is not to kill you. Now, let's, listen, let's look at the Message Bible. It says, meanwhile... Meanwhile, I will make sure the Egyptians keep up their stubborn chase. I will use Pharaoh and his entire army, his chariots and his horsemen to put my glory on display so that the Egyptians will realize that I am God. It's about time. It's about time God moves in your life through your mountain, through your challenges, to display his glory so that the whole world will know that Jehovah is with you. Did you hear that? You need to push forward because God wants to display his glory. That's why you should never give up. That is why you should never retreat. I end that, I end here today, and I will continue next week. Don't miss it. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. I speak to the spirit of everyone here under the sound of my voice. In the name of Jesus, the grace to push forward. Let this grace rest upon them in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. I bless your holy name. I give you all the glory because you will glorify yourself through their challenges Oh God. You will put your glory on display and demonstrate to the whole world that your hand is upon your people in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. You can find out more about us at www.gatewaychapel.org.uk Remember to subscribe so you'll never miss another message like this one. Be blessed.